Welcome to the Figure Fit Lifestyle Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Liz Nearswicki, international best-selling author of the book, Happy Healthy Fit, founder and owner of Solace Yoga Studio, Solace Yoga School, and Figure Fit, the worldwide online personal training program. I'm a single mom, paleo fit score female champion for 2014, I am a self and soul love expert, entrepreneur at heart, a visionary and a futurist. I'm also a mentor. I am so grateful that you are here. Each week, I'll bring you a special guest or an inspirational tip that will help you break old patterns, find that inner motivation that will help you take action towards creating the life of your dreams. You didn't come here to play small and watch others live amazing lives. No, you are divine, my godly friend. The universe wants to shower you with an amazing life filled with happiness and soulful connections. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Figure Fit Podcast, where we discuss fitness, paleo nutrition, yoga, meditation, spirituality, and other ways to have a happy, peaceful, and abundant life. And here's your host, Liz Nearswicki. Hey guys, welcome back to the Figure Fit Lifestyle Coaching Podcast. How are you doing today? I am so happy to be back with another episode and you guys are going to love this episode. Um, Today I have Kevin Ballester and he suffered a severe traumatic brain injury and we discuss his road to actually being able to be here to speak with me today to be able to share his journey and what he discovered about the foods he was eating and how he lived in a fog and how once he started eating a different way, he started to notice significant differences like a fog was being lifted from him. So I am so excited to share this episode with you today. But before I do, I would like to give a quick shout out and a big, huge thank you to our podcast sponsor, Health IQ. I love rewards. Love them. I believe that when you do good work and are an example, you should be rewarded. I do this with my employees and I do this with my own son. Health IQ is a life insurance agency that does this for their customers. If you're an avid health enthusiast, such as a runner, a cyclist, yogi, strength trainer, or something similar, you'll want to check out Health IQ for great rates. Health IQ uses science and data to secure lower rates on life insurance for health-conscious people just like you. 56% of Health IQ customers have seen savings between 4 and 33% on their life insurance rates. It's like saving money on car insurance for being a good driver, but Health IQ saves you money on your life insurance for living a healthy and conscious lifestyle. Learn more and get a free quote today at healthiq.com forward slash figure fit. All right, you guys, now it is time for the iTunes shout out and review of the week. This week's shout out goes to Athena Rosette. So Athena gives us a five-star review, and she says, I love the way I think and feel about myself after listening to your show. It helps me to keep positive mind state and move forward with my goals. Thank you. Athena, you are so welcome, and I am so happy to have you here as a listener of The Figure Fit Show. 
thank you so much for tuning in weekly and listening and also just for, you know, having goals and going after your dreams. That is such a beautiful thing and you never know who you are inspiring. There's so many people who um, say things to me and, you know, I don't hear it all the time, but when I do hear it, it just, it melts my heart when people say that I'm inspiring or I inspire them. So just know that as you chase your dreams, you are literally inspiring others to do the same. So thank you so much, Athena, for your review. And we have a special gift, uh, gift for you. And that is either um, some of my Inspire tattoos or my book. So I would like for you just to go ahead and email us here at the um, headquarters here and we will get that out to you. So just email info at LizNearsWiki.com and we'll get that out to you as fast as we hear back from you. Okay, you guys, and before we dive into the show today, I do mention a couple of books today in the show, and I want to make sure that if you want to read them or you want to get them on audio, you have the ability to get it for free. And I've worked out a special offer for you from audible.com, and this is where I get a ton of books on audio. So all you have to do is go to figurefitfreebook.com. And I'll actually put this link in the show notes so that if you forget, you can just head to the show notes and click on this offer. It'll take you straight to audible.com, but it will have the opportunity for you to get a free book via this this link. So figurefitfreebook.com. And all it's going to ask you for is your first name, last name, email, and you'll be set to go with one free audiobook. And my book's out there, and I'm reading my book to you. But there's thousands and thousands of other books available out there as well. So if there's anything that you've heard about recently out in the world that other people are reading, I just highly encourage you to go to this link, sign up, get your free audiobook, and start listening. You can listen when you walk. You can listen when you're doing laundry. That's usually when I'm listening to mine. Either I'm walking or I'm doing laundry. And it's just a great way to... Um, you know, put inspiration into my brain, but also be doing something productive. All right, guys, once again, that's figurefitfreebook.com. All right, you guys, I'm so excited to talk with Kevin Ballister today. You guys, Kevin sustained a severe traumatic brain injury that left him comatose with less than 10% chance of ever regaining consciousness beyond a persistent vegetative state. So, I'm excited to dive in and talk with him about that and talk about his healing journey. You guys, he didn't eat, walk, talk for months while he was in the hospital. He was breathing from a tube in his neck, receiving nutrition from a tube in his belly, and his left hand was completely flexed inward. So after a year with this injury, he he was introduced to a nutritional protocol that helped him to begin to regain some clarity. That's when he dove into an intense study of why nutrition made such a difference. And you guys, this is so close to my heart because you all know nutrition science is something that I absolutely, I can't talk today because I have this cold, absolutely love, love teaching and learning about because it's literally everything. So I'm excited to welcome Kevin to the Figure Fit Podcast. How are you doing, Kevin? Hey, Liz. It is great to be here. 
I am so glad that you are here. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me too. I'm very glad that I'm here. Um, try to hold that in my in my mind every morning. That's good. Appreciative I am to be here. Yeah, that's and it. And be here on your show. This is exciting. Yeah, it is. I'm so happy that you're here, and we have so much to talk about. Um, you know, this combines two of my f- favorite things to talk about: nutrition and our mental state. Um, obviously, I love, you know, yoga and fitness, but you know, we can go into that stuff too. But really, I just want to talk to you and just, you know, dive into, hey, what happened? How did you heal? Um, what are your biggest takeaways? So before we dive into all of that, why don't you give my listeners a background on you? Well, well all right. First, let me just say that yoga and fitness played a, uh, a big role in my recovery as well, mm. yoga in particular. Yeah. Um, but all right, a background on me. Um, let's let's start at the uh, at the the injury. I um, 2011. I um, I fell from a rooftop water tower, hit the front of my head on the steel scaffolding, back in the concrete rooftop, was instantly unconscious, rushed to the hospital, put on life support. While I was in a coma, I was diagnosed with a diffuse axonal injury. And if you go on Google and type in diffuse axonal injury, you're going to get source after source. And all of them say 90% of patients with severe DAI or diffuse axonal injury never regain consciousness. And mm. of the 10% that do, most are severely impaired or it says or, or are in a persistent vegetative state. Hmm. So yeah, um, I'm so lucky I woke up. I didn't eat, walk, or talk for months. Um, as you said, my left was my left hand was completely flexed inward. I was breathing through a tube in my neck. I was receiving nutrition through a tube in my belly, and nutrition I'm gonna put in the air quotes there because the gastric feeds that they give patients that are unable to eat conventionally mm-hmm. are criminal in my opinion. It's mm. like Corn syrup, soy yeah. protein ice, like corn maltodextrin, calcium caseinate, canola oil. It's bad news. Oh, yeah. So that's awful. This is what we're feeding people we're trying to get well. Mm. So that's a whole nother subject. But, you know, at one point, um, so I, I was, I've worked really hard to regain my abilities, you know, and mm-hmm. there's so much that went into that, like, um, you know, uh, having motivation, finding, finding purpose, finding meaning and, and finding the will and the tenacity to go through and put so much effort into the recovery. Mm -hmm. That was, that was a huge aspect, but, um, I was also very, very fortunate to be steered towards a functional neurologist Mm. about, uh, 10 months after my injury. And um, speaking with this functional neurologist, he he uh, did a blood test and he saw that I had low protein levels, like certain amino acids were low. Mm-hmm. And and I'm like, Doc, I eat complete proteins. I eat meat with every meal. Mm-hmm. I have a protein shake every morning. Like, what are you saying? Eat mm-hmm. more meat? And he was like, No. 
you're not absorbing mm -hmm. the nutrients you're ingesting. I I kind of looked at him sideways. I'm like, mm -hmm. you're like what? What are you talking about? What is this? What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> I I never heard all this stuff, right? Of yeah. course, like m medical model and the perception of medicine, like at that point in my life, was the mainstream um, BS. I don't know if I mm -hmm. can curse on it, but it's okay if you, you know. do. I'll just put a uh, <laughs> thing oh, in the <laughs> release. <laughs> That, that's going to cause you too much work, probably. No, 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 it's totally fine. It's totally fine. I understand the work that goes into <laughs> creating podcasts. Oh, yeah, like, you do, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I have my own podcast, which is awesome. We'll, we'll talk about that, um, hopefully. So, so okay, so, um, yeah, I mean, nutrition was not on my radar mm -hmm. at all. And, um, and but I, I was also like, if I'm... If I'm, I was told this window of rapid recovery in the first one to two years, depending on the therapist or doctor I talk to, it's like the majority of your recovery happens in the first two years. And after that, it's, you're pretty much mm -hmm. done recovering. And I was like, and that's not the case, mm -hmm. but that's still often touted. Um, mm -hmm. but isn't that amazing? I mean, but you know, as a side note, not to cut you off, but it's really just amazing right. that, you know, fMRI scans show that we just continue to, our brain mm -hmm. is always, always healing, growing, creating new cells, creating better neural connections. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. This this is my, my passion. I love neuroplasticity. Mm. Uh, it, it's what giving my brain back, you know, and understanding neuroplasticity, mechanisms of neuroplasticity, how it works, how it can encourage it, nutrients for synaptogenesis, things of this sort, really became a huge part of my study. And then realizing that like, all right, everything I'm doing to heal my brain are things that anybody can do to help their brain function optimally. That's yes. pretty awesome. So, yes. so um, that's that's where the book came in. But um, but yeah, well, I'm I'm kind of getting sidetracked. What were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> really, just like uh, we were started off with. You, you, I do have a question. So how how did you fall? Like why? Like, All right. What were you doing? Why were you there? <laughs> I'm such a mom, so I'm like, why? I know. I, I totally, totally. What? What were you doing up on that water tower? What's yeah, wrong with you? Right. Yeah. I, if you've ever seen the Manhattan city skyline from a Brooklyn rooftop, mm -hmm. you know that it begs to be viewed from the highest point possible. And so I had climbed numerous water towers in my day mm -hmm. you know I, I lived in new york for eight years the building um that one of the buildings i lived in for years had a water tower on the roof that we we used to climb up and just hang out on the water tower it was like a thing we did in brooklyn mm -hmm. you know and um i don't remember the uh the when i don't remember the event at all um but what my friends tell me is like yeah, you got up there like Spider-Man, like you always do. Mm. And then a buddy of mine was like, was like, hey, how'd, how'd you get up from here? And I was like, hang out, I'll show you. 
and I swung down to show him, and my hand slipped. Mm. And that was the uh, that was the beginning of my new life. Yeah. <laughs> It was uh, the end of my old, the beginning of my new. Yeah. How old were you? I was 27 years old. Okay. And how old are you now? I'm 34 years old. Okay. So yeah. I almost joined the 27 Club. Yeah. Which is like, you know, Janis Joplin. Um, uh, why can't I think right now? The dude from The Doors. Mm, um, Jim Morrison. I think Jim, yeah, Jim Morrison, Jimi Hendrix, all of them, mm. 27. Oh, wow, okay. Well, we're all so glad you didn't. <laughs> According to a 2013 so article in Frontiers um, and Human Neuroscience, how does that feel to you? practicing yoga no, regularly leads to more gray to matter, brain cells in certain brain areas, and that regular you know, practice I, of uh, yoga can have neuroprotective effects I, against um, a whole Brain age-related gray like matter I'm decline. To bring On top of so that, according to a 2016 well, study like in the Journal of Clinical Hypertension, practicing yoga two to three times per week for three months way. resulted mm-hmm. in a significant kind of, drop in um, systolic blood pressure. Um, now, the systolic my, um, blood pressure. Now, for those of you who are a little bit unsure about systolic blood pressure mm-hmm. and what that is, um, that's the top number. And when this top number injury, drops like, by I, two I millimeters, this cuts the risk of dying I from heart disease by 7% and the risk of stroke death by 10%. So, add in yoga. You guys, obviously, you're hearing it from the mouth of somebody who owns and operates and teaches yoga, has a yoga school. I know the benefits of this, but there are too many people out there in the world who are not practicing yoga. Now, for all of you health-conscious people out there, I want to call your attention um, to this company called Health uh, IQ because they can save all of you who are active and running, cycling, spinning, yoga. They can save you up to 33% (laughs) on your life insurance premiums. And this is simply done by a series of questions that they ask you um, when you go to fill out a free Mm. quote. Now, if you would like to get your quote today, what I want you to do is just head over to healthiq.com forward slash figure fit. Now, to see if you qualify for these lower discounts, all you have to do is qualify by taking a health IQ quiz. These are lifestyle quizzes like cycle IQ or running IQ, and this helps them to determine based on data and your health knowledge of different things that are applicable to you as a new customer looking for life insurance. And if you qualify, then you can save up to 33% off standard life insurance rates. So you guys learn more and get a free quote today you know, at healthiq.com forward slash figure fit. I can look back and be like, I tried my best, you know? Mm-hmm. And so uh, essentially, I, he put me on a, a leaky gut protocol, an elimination diet with some uh, with some gut repair um, supplements and protocols. And suddenly, and of course, I followed that to a T. Mm-hmm. And suddenly... I began regaining some clarity. Hmm. I was like, there is definitely something to nutrition. And what's funny is, like, I'd been in a brain fog for the past year, obviously. I mean, (laughs) I kind of bumped my head pretty bad, you know? Mm -hmm. And the thing about a brain fog is you don't know you're in a brain fog when you're in a brain fog because Mm -hmm. you're in a brain fog. Mm -hmm. 
So, uh, so when it came out, as I was like emerging from it, I'm like, whoa, there is definitely something to nutrition. So mm. why is there something to nutrition? I began studying, um, studying digestion and like what's going on there and why it is that, that, um, the food I'm eating is repairing my brain and like how it's getting the nutrients now. So essentially what I was doing was fixing my gut lining mm -hmm. so that I was now absorbing the nutrients I was eating and those nutrients were getting packaged up and taken mm -hmm. to my brain mm -hmm. where they could be used. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, and all right, now we're getting them there. So an analogy I use, is say, uh, I, I say many connections in my brain have been damaged. And I think of rebuilding those connections like building a bridge. Mm. To build a bridge, we need supplies, we need skilled workers. Mm -hmm. The supplies would be the nutrition, the brain building nutrition, right? And then also getting that nutrition to the construction site, right? So making sure your digestion's working so you're actually delivering those, those supplies. And then the skilled workers would be the therapy, the targeted therapy, the, um, the functional neurology, the neurooptometry, um, these these aspects that that I speak um, to lots of practitioners on uh, the Adventures in Brain Injury podcast about um, about these these really amazing modalities to improve brain function. And. So now I'd fix the trucks, I fix the roads, you know, mm -hmm. so that I was actually delivering the supplies to to my brain, right, to the construction site. Now what are the best materials that I can supply? And that's where I and um, I'm relearning how to walk at this point, but we have this awesome tool called the internet. Mm. And I'm able to um, learn from people all across the globe and reach out to practitioners all across the globe. Mm -hmm. And um, I just, I, I was able, I was, you know, I, I was studying like my life depended on it. Yeah. Because it did. It did. You know? Wow. Yeah. So how to feed a brain is the culmination of every, all the nutritional tools I've learned and I've put it into basically I wanted to create uh, the resource I wish I had, which is an easy to follow, like not too like it has the science and you can go to all the references. I think there's like 40 pages of references mm -hmm. to uh, and you can go there and like check up and learn more. But it, I, I try to streamline it as best I can so that anybody can understand got like 12 printable charts that you can take to a grocery store and all that and like make I wanted to make a resource that I wish I had that was like hey mm -hmm. here's how you feed your brain mm -hmm. and because there wasn't one mm -hmm. yeah wow that's incredible we've so I have so many questions um I'm so glad that you did this work and at some point in time I'd love to dive into uh, your recent summit that you did mm -hmm. with just these amazing experts. Um, but before I do, you made a comment that I really want to dive into. I think that it's so important and so 
underspoken about in today's day and age um, because we tend to stay stuck a lot of times in our problem. And you made the comment, you said, find the gifts in our mm. circumstances. So what did that look like for you? Were, did you do this, you know, kicking and screaming? Did you... Did you sometimes, how did you get out of that? So really, I just, how did that look for you? I love that you said kicking and screaming mm -hmm. because I use that exact line. When, when, I, when, um, when it comes to my, my podcast, my blog and whatever, the way the name of it, so it's called Adventures in Brain Injury. Mm -hmm. And the way the name came about was because I had this realization when I'm, I'm, I'm breathing through tubes, I'm eating through tubes, I can't eat, walk, or talk. My left hand's totally flexed inward, and by the way, I'm a guitarist, and I'm like, well, that's never going to happen, and I can't talk, and I'm like, well, I guess I'm not singing ever again either, right? And I'm like, this sucks, mm -hmm. you know, like my life's over. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm on this ride either way. I can go on it kicking and screaming, like you said, mm -hmm. or I can look at it differently and say, you know what, this is an adventure, mm -hmm. and adventure sucks sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so the choice of the perception there um, really changed my trajectory, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm actually going to be uh, part of a workshop here in Austin. Um, Soon, where we're really diving into the power of story mm -hmm. and the stories we tell ourselves mm. and how we can perpetuate suffering through our stories, or we can perpetuate um, just going far beyond um, what we ever just changing our trajectory entirely, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's where the perception of finding the gifts in our circumstances, you know, changing the perception of those circumstances to rather than, you know, dwelling on, on the things you'd like to change, um, looking at the things that, that you, um, sorry, not, I'm saying this wrong, not dwelling on things that feel unjust and like, you know, and this perception of like, I'm a victim of circumstance and like, yada, yada, getting out of that victim mode into um, more of a, uh, of a constructive and honestly a loving mode of like, I was talking to Jessica Flanagan about this, and she uh, she's a clinical nutritionist, wrote The Loving Diet, which mm. is phenomenal. If you've never read that, I think you'd love it, Liz. But um, It sounds good. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's essentially about, like, you can follow a diet until the cows come home, and you might get better, mm -hmm. and your lab ranges might go into normal, and you might, like... You might have all these things, like all of your biomarkers checking out, but are you really healthy mm. if you're not happy, you know, yeah. if you're not in a place of, of love and acceptance and um, 
and hope. Mm. So, so this is where, this is where we we get deep. You you said at the beginning of this, we uh, we can talk for a while. We mm-hmm. have a lot to talk about, but yeah, you know, we feed a brain in many 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 ways, and um, and one of those ways is with with our mind and with our um, with what we choose to put our attention on. Yeah. So I I could expand on that a bit. I I totally understand that, but yeah, let's. I love how you say um, uh, instead of dwelling on the problem or dwelling as this is happening to me, um, because what what I know is that our brain is so it's so easy to just it's always looking for the like solutions. To, to what's going on it's always seeking the solutions and and that keeps us in the problem instead of just being easy like you said like loving and constructive and kind of and telling a different story and that all comes through absolute awareness of what you're saying to yourself Mm-hmm. that's right yeah what the the narrative we tell ourselves the voice in our head and what what have realize you know I, I um, taught a course on the power of thought and um, was talking about how powerful our thoughts are and then I've recently been thinking a lot about this and um, thinking you know are our thoughts really ours you know are they uh, and, and I, I began thinking about this because I met somebody who had really dark thoughts, you mm. know, would think about um, suicide and murder and mm. just like really, really dark thoughts and um, talking to them about like how they deal with them. Mm-hmm. And there's different schools of, of, of thought about this that, um, you know, there's there's one school that's like, we need to dive into that and pick it apart and see why. We're having that thought and uh, figure out the source of our our thoughts and um, and see how we can banish that thought, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Um, and then there's another one that's like, you know, the thoughts are there, and they and can... they don't need to be like right in our face. Yeah. Like when we when we pay such close attention to them. Like, it's like at the forefront of our mind, like I'm a monster, I'm having these thoughts, like these thoughts are me, you mm-hmm. know? And it's like, if we can just set this side and be like, I see you, you're over there. Mm-hmm. Cool, you're you're a dark thought that, mm-hmm. I, that, that, that came my way, you know? And you don't even have to like own it as you. Yes. What is you is what you put your attention towards, what you, what you, give energy to you know yeah and you're also the perceiver so you you get to be the witness of what's coming and going yes it's 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 our thoughts to experience our thoughts to um to um to choose to pay attention to but it it may not even be our thought and ours to uh share Mm. Oh, you know, I have to say this because, and this is out there, but Mm. um, 
since you said you're diving into this, I want to say this because it might be something that you want to look into. Um, and I want to do, I want to like preface that, you know, with any of this stuff, when we get into it, it can be really like, it's so, it's, it's like space, you know, it's like, it's so, so much to think about and it can boggle your mind. Right. (laughs) And like, you can feel kind of disconnected from reality. Well, um, it's like, it's like with quantum physics, you know what I mean? Like I have a, I have a DVD that I show to my, uh, yoga students in my yoga school. And it talks about, um, like, don't think too much about this stuff because it'll kind of make you go a little crazy sometimes if you get too, too much into it. Um, just, just remember it, you know, and spend a little time on it, but don't, don't, don't over consume yourself in it. But one of the things, so with that said, what I want to say to you is there's a book you might really enjoy if you haven't yet read it. It's a book I read a couple of years back that really helped me wake up and it's called A Course in Miracles. And it talks about how our minds are joined and that like, so what you're saying is like, sometimes the thought might not even be yours, you know? Mm. Um, and actually, now that I'm saying this, um, there are other spiritual teachers out there that talk about like, you know, like really protecting your mind and protecting your brain and protecting yourself in the environments that you put yourself in because uh, thoughts jump, which is mm. so wild to think about. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Yeah, and I appreciate you um um saying that and now I'm like, yeah, we you know, let's reel it back in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> let's reel it because yeah, like we can go deep into some of the metaphysics of things and and you know, choosing our life path um and and designing our reality essentially, mm-hmm. um, different ways of that. Um, but uh, but yeah, let's let's um let's let's talk nutrition. Let's, let's do talk, that. Let's talk. Um, we met at Paleo FX. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. Love it. I um, actually just had dinner with Keith and Michelle last night. Oh, good. I just love them. I love them. They're great, and, mm-hmm. and they've they just they've uh, they've been such phenomenal support for like throughout my recovery. I mean, we met five years ago, and what Michelle said it's like it is like night and day mm. seeing you today, wow. and uh, it it means a lot. And I'm like, you helped me to get to where I am, and I am so appreciative of them as well. Mm. But um. Yeah, um, then that was a piece of like figuring out how to feed my brain. Um, like there is clearly a way to eat paleo that's totally junk food paleo, you know? Oh, yes. I'm guilty of it walking back from paleo, <laughs> back to the bag full of like paleo junk food, totally. Yes, I know, I hear you. <laughs> so... Um, so finding finding the nutrients that really support my brain function far beyond paleo was uh, was huge, and recognizing how powerful nutrition was to the healing brain, um, I mean, it's just so powerful. And I I know you've experienced um, 
you've experienced huge changes from from diet as well. Yeah. Beyond weight loss and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Definitely, it's just incredible how um, how how important it is, and you know. I, uh, I've had to recently check myself because I've gotten off my nine to 10. I was more like 60, 40 <laughs> mm. and, um, I wasn't, I, I actually got sick recently. I've been sick for about five weeks mm. with an awful cough. And I have no doubt that it is a combination of stress and nutrition mm-hmm. and that's it. So I've been really doing my work to clean up. It doesn't. It's not hard because I know what to do. I know what to not have. Um, and you know, I I have to out myself because it's so easy as a parent to get your kids things that they want, even though it's not paleo. And um, you know, and my son, we've had honestly, we've had a battle around nutrition because. He was my with me until he was 10, and then he went to live with his dad, and they were not paleo at all. They were a standard American diet. And so when he left, he, he had no, normal foods, you know, standard American diet foods. And when he was about to come back, what his biggest concern was he wasn't going to be able to eat, like, normal foods per se. And I was like, uh, yeah, you know what, you're pretty much right. <laughs> But Mm -hmm. if if you're coming back and you want to come back here and you really like are doubting coming back here because of your food, like what? Okay, I'll tell you. Yeah, I'll give you some outs. Like you can have some snacks every now and then. And um, he came back and I allowed certain things and I allowed a little bit too much of it. And so now he's 15 and he's really starting to get aware of foods. And him and I want to do a nutrition cooking show together. Um, just, and I really want to do it just so that I can really teach him, you know, and just pass on this knowledge. And every time I'm in the kitchen and I'm cooking, he now comes in and he wants to like do something with me. So, um, you know, it, it really Mm. is, it's everything. And, um, when we really start to get away from it, it affects our health in so many ways. It, It affects everything. It affects our brain, our mind, our clarity. You, so let's talk about that. What are some of the things that you really started to, um, discover when you were really waking up hmm it's funny you were saying about the uh the eating and and like that being something that that like is something you're dreading not being able to eat the foods you've gotten used to um and noriatis on the interview series she was like do i need to reevaluate what what makes you happy? Mm-hmm. Like if, 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 if like junk foods are what make you happy, like why don't you reevaluate your values mm. and see what, what actually is important about sitting around the table, dinner table. It's the food on your plate or the people you're with. Right. Exactly. And, uh, that is so I, powerful. I love that. Mm-hmm. So what, you know some of the foods i mean um i'm I'm a huge fan of uh the ketogenic diet um however um there are really stupid ways to do the ketogenic diet Mm -hmm. and there are there are ways when when the ketogenic diet doesn't work you know Mm -hmm. so so like 
Fido brain is not necessarily keto. It makes plenty of room for keto and it makes plenty of room for not keto because the fact is we all need different um, – at different points in our health, we're going to need more or less carbs, you know? Mm-hmm. And keto is super popular right now. It's not for everybody right now, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, exactly, it's, yeah. It's not for everybody all the time. Right. So um, as far as brain supportive, like understanding that fat is not the enemy um, – except for really terrible industrial seed oils and trans fats and like, you know, having, having bad fats is, is the enemy. And I actually have a, uh, handout that is one of the handouts from the book that you can grab for free on my website at feedabrain.com. And, um, and so fats definitely a huge thing because we're, we're providing, the building blocks to a to to a lot of the sex hormones to um to uh neuroplastic changes like like dha for example is extremely powerful for um dha is is a fatty acid that's found in um mostly in fish oils which is awesome Mm -hmm. um and it is it is one of the nutrients that really encourages synaptogenesis a great, great, great deal. So huge fan of, of fats. Mm. Yes. So what are your, some of your favorite fats? Favorite fats? Well, I, uh, this morning I, I actually make my own ghee, which is clarified butter um you can buy it also already made Uh, you want to get grass-fed ghee because the thing about fats is that's where the toxins in an animal are stored so if we get cafo uh you know factory farmed um butter ghee we're we're introducing a lot of toxins that those animals were were taking in you know so we want to get some like really good happy cows making happy milk that we use to make the ghee with you know um so huge fan of ghee fan of coconut oil and absolutely a huge fan of um of fish fatty fish as well yes uh, yeah Avocado oil. I mean, do you do sardines? I, you know, I do. I do on occasion. <laughs> they're they're pretty they're pretty strong, right? Yeah. But I I like them. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I have yeah. them. I have them a couple times a week. I I always have. I try to always have them on stock. They're just easy. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I know that not everybody likes. Not everybody's willing. <laughs> Can I sure. tell you an amazing product? Yes. Um, it's made by Vital Choice, which is just, I love Vital Choice. Um, Randy Hartnell is the owner, and his daughter had a brain injury, and he's a, a fisherman. I, I, I think he's in, um, he's in the Northwest. Um, 
but he 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 created this company that really sustainable wild caught fish that um that are like he has canned fish that is unbelievable so the ventresca tuna bellies that's the product um and he posts he writes down the uh, omega-3 content and then breaks down the epa and dha content so Mm. epa and dha are, are two extremely important nutrients for for uh for brain health and the Ventresca tuna bellies, I don't have a can in front of me, but I think it's like 3,500 milligrams of uh, omega-3s per can. And it's like 2,200 milligrams of DHA. So that's like two grams of DHA per can. Oh, man. And it tastes so good. It's amazing. What is it called again? Yeah. It's called Ventresca tuna bellies. And you can use the coupon code feed of brain and get 10% off too. Well, let's do that. What's the, yeah. um, what's the website again? Uh, it's vitalchoice.com. Okay, cool. Thanks for sharing yeah. that. I can't wait to try yeah. those. No, it's so yeah, I'm a huge fan of getting my, um, like my nutrients from food, right? Yes, like yes. we didn't evolve. Mm. eating isolated nutrients in pill form right we evolved eating food so i am a huge fan of food um and it's it's amazing that we can get like canned foods that are just phenomenal um (laughs) in this day and age it's pretty it's pretty cool what technology is doing for us Mm, right absolutely (laughs) So let's dive in to your um, recent Feed a Brain series. Um, yeah. Maybe uh, you can talk a little bit about that and tell people if, how they can get that if that's available, but then also maybe some of your biggest takeaways from that. All right. Um, this was really exciting. Um, I got to interview some of the top brain and nutrition experts of our time. Um, I like heroes of mine. We had, um, you know, Dr. Datis Krasian, who is a uh, hero. Why isn't my brain working? Which, um, which uh, I was actually a case study in, and um, and it was it was just really powerful being. Interviewing him, Dr. David Perlmutter, Dr. Terry Walls, Norg Gaudis, uh, Jessica Flanagan, who I talked to you about earlier, Dr. Daniel Engel, MD, like, gosh, it was like one, two, three, four, four MDs in the lineup of, uh, of, um, 11. And it it was it was really powerful just shooting MD after MD being like, we didn't learn this stuff in medical school, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah. that that's the truth with nutrition, like like it it had it's not coming through into, right. into practice or in medicine. Yeah. And it was it was so powerful being able to interview these people. And to really dive into what it means to feed a brain, um, 
and how we can affect huge changes in um, huge changes in the world of medicine and in our own health. You know what what it, what it, what I'm all about and what this series is all about is self empowerment. So the patients. Um, patients taking their power back instead of being like, all right, doc, what do I do? You know, you're the all powerful, you know what I should do. Mm -hmm. Recognizing that there are self actionable protocols they can do to improve their health. Because I, I talk to my clients and I'm like, you know, a doctor is not going to get you better. You are going to get you better. Mm -hmm. But a doctor is going like a good doctor is going to be your coach mm -hmm. through that. And the word doctor comes from the Latin word doctor or something like that, which means to teach. Mm. And that's what it's about. Mm. Teaching your patients. Yeah. Well, and think about that. How many times are, is that really happening? You know, it's just like a visit and that's it. And then you have to go home and teach yourself, learn yourself, teach mm -hmm. yourself. You have to do the whole thing by yourself in most cases, you know, unless you've, you've got a really um, different kind of a doctor, you know. Mm -hmm. it, it, mm -hmm. is, it is really wild because, like you said, like there's so much around uh, nutrition that's just really new and coming out and... Um, in the last, you know, 20 years, really, just because before that it was all low fat and high carb. And now mm -hmm. that just ruined that ruined that the trajectory is still in the wrong direction with, mm -hmm. with our country. And, uh, you know, even though we know so much we're it's almost like we're corralling we know so much. And really, it's now it's a matter of like habit changing. Lifestyle mm -hmm. changing and making the, the, we have to do it. We have to love ourselves so much and commit to ourselves so much. And like mm -hmm. you said, have, um, you know, I'm not sure if you use this where you said constructive, but have compassion for ourselves and this, this journey that we're on and uh, slow down a bit and choose what's good for us. So on that note, we're going to get into yoga here in a little bit, but I want to just pause here and uh, just put in a word for our sponsors and some of the statistics that they have found about yoga and what it does for the brain specifically. So here's a few statistics and uh, a word from our sponsor. According to a 2015 article in Frontiers in Human Neuroscience, practicing yoga regularly leads to more gray matter, brain cells, in certain brain areas, and that regular practice of yoga can have neuroprotective effects against a whole brain age-related gray matter decline. On top of that, according to a 2016 study in the Journal of Clinical Hypertension, practicing yoga two to three times per week for three months resulted in a significant drop in systolic blood pressure. Now, for those of you who are a little bit unsure about systolic blood pressure and what that is, that's the top number. And when this top number drops by two millimeters, this cuts the risk of dying from heart disease by 7% and the risk of stroke death by 10%. So 
add in yoga. You guys, obviously, you're hearing it from the mouth of somebody who owns and operates and teaches yoga, has a yoga school. I know the benefits of this, but there are too many people out there in the world who are not practicing yoga. Now, for all of you health-conscious people out there, I want to call your attention to this company called Health IQ because they can save all of you who are active and running, cycling, spinning, yoga, they can save you up to 33% on your life insurance premiums. And this is simply done by a series of questions that they ask you when you go to fill out a free quote. Now, if you would like to get your quote today, what I want you to do is just head over to healthiq.com forward slash figure fit Now, to see if you qualify for these lower discounts, all you have to do is qualify by taking a health IQ quiz. These are lifestyle quizzes like cycle IQ or running IQ, and this helps them to determine based on data and your health knowledge of different things that are applicable to you as a new customer looking for life insurance. And if you qualify, then you can save up to 33% off standard life insurance rates. So you guys learn more and get a free quote today at healthiq.com forward slash figure fit. All right, let's get back to the show. You know, the, the things are evolving. The entire practice is evolving and the internet is making this so, um, making this change so much more rapid because our communication is, is, is there. You know, like I said, I couldn't walk, but I had access to the internet and I was able to reach out to practitioners across the globe. I was able to reach out to people and communicate with people who could, who could help me in so many places, you know, but like you said, um, you need to find the compassion and, and being, being the ones that are making these changes. I, I forget the words you said, but basically breaking old habits, getting out of what, what we're used to doing, you know, thinking of, of human physiology or actually any mammal or not really any living creature on this planet um, keeps homeostasis. Homeostasis is an important aspect of life, right? And what homeostasis is, it's not, it's not keeping optimal conditions. It's keeping the current conditions, you know? So we resist, it's built into our biology to resist change Mm. even if that change is good for us you know Mm. yeah definitely exactly so getting past that is it's a tricky thing i mean what's cool is we're humans and we have frontal lobes and we can we can learn how to um how to talk to our limbic system that's like hey homeostasis if it's not homeostasis we're we're resisting it we're kind of able to override that mm-hmm. with with our with our frontal lobes and being like, now you know what we're doing this anyways because I, I, this is going to be beneficial for me in the long run. Mm, yeah, and we do it with so many things, but we find we find comfort in in not needing to do it for, um, and maybe it's just our society, but it's like, you know. Eat whatever you want. Yeah. 
you know, mm-hmm. do whatever you want. Like that, that's not something where we need some self-control or anything. <laughs> that You're good. <laughs> well, I well, went, I, I, right. I went to yeah. a, uh, an event recently and I'm in the Midwest. So I'm in the, like the, the area where it's just not that popular for people to be healthy. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it was, I moved away from here for a while, and it was so hard to move back. I moved back here kicking and screaming because I actually moved away, went to college down in southern Indiana, and then moved to St. Louis, and that was a way more progressive city with a lot of things to do outside. And I was always outside at a, you know, a lake running around the lake or, you know, walking my son in his stroller or going to a park. And there was a lot of outdoor activities and places where we could go. And here... There really isn't that many places. It's it, it has changed significantly since I have moved back, um, but I but the nutrition here and the foods here, um, we just got a Whole Foods a couple of years ago, and it's it's really interesting what you know you see at people's homes. And recently, I went to an event where I literally was shocked when I walked in because these were adults at these tables. It was called a trivia night. And at every single table, it was just loaded with processed foods, cookies, sugar cookies, candies, chips, bags of chips. Um, I did not see any real Mm. food. And at one table, there was like, I think they were like turkey drumsticks and it looked like a dip that had been made. So maybe one table out of probably mm. 40 tables had food. <laughs> and I literally, when I got there and I, I, I saw um, uh, my mom and I hugged her and then I turned and I looked at the table and I literally gasped for air because I couldn't believe what my eyes were seeing. Mm. And, and it was just, my reaction surprised me. <laughs> A, I don't do those things very much, but it, it surprised me. And I was, you know, you kind of like observe yourself in those moments. You're like, oh my gosh, you mm-hmm. have to like check yourself because I'm about to offend people. And I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't want to offend people, you know, but if you looked around the table, everyone was overweight or obese. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. just, it's just, it's so sad to me. And um, we have to be the ones to make the choice. We have to be. I mean, I did a, yeah. a live on Facebook on this the other day. I said, who else is going to hold you accountable? You. Mm-hmm. You have to be the one that holds yourself accountable. Yeah, it's true. And it's it's so hard when, when the people you surround yourself with are, um, are, in, are in whatever place that you're trying to move away from, you know. I'm thinking again about the, our biology, right? Um, we are also pack animals and any pack animals um if 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 somebody in the pack is doing something that's divergent from others in the pack yeah they they get corrected Mm -hmm. and this is just our biology this is what happens like we get corrected for doing things outside of what the rest of the pack is doing and believe me I've experienced a lot of this going from a punk rocker bartender to a uh, to a public speaker, uh, brain injury and brain um, rehabilitation 
health figure of sorts and author, right? Like my friends and, and, and my family, like there was correction along the way. And I essentially had to ignore that correction and, and find the inner compass within me and, um, move with that, that compass rather than allow the correction to derail what I was, what I was trying to accomplish. Yeah. Yes. That is such good insight. Those are those, those are those little epiphanies. When did that first begin for you? Man, I don't know. It was uh, probably kind of like recently, like, Oh, that's what I did. Um, yeah. Because Cause, a yeah, lot cause there's a moment, there's a moment when you're like, when you're, when you've got that, that challenge in front of you and you're, you're faced with that choice. And well, now that I'm saying that, I just think a lot, a lot of the times we learn through failure. We learn because we did something that we didn't really want to do. We knew it wasn't the best thing for ourselves. So then we start to go, Hmm, I don't want to do that. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That's right. We, we learn from failure. Um, there's like, there's like different schools of thought that are like, um, a failure is not a failure. Um, there's, there's wins in the failure, you know? Um, and then there's like, there's thoughts where it's always, it's always win, you know? Um, and then there's thoughts where like winning and losing is, is a, is a, an illusion. <laughs> so we're, we're getting into some like, some like, uh, some more metaphysical stuff. That's so but me. Really, <laughs> That's so yeah. me. So I know. You're I right. think I think I picked up on that. Yeah. And I'm like, let's talk about all this cool stuff. <laughs> I can't get away from it. It's just like I know. this is my brain. So actually I um I'm going to end up having two podcasts because um some I do recognize that some people don't follow along with what I'm saying. I actually had a, mm. a local friend in town um, who is, um, he works in like the, the trades and he was like, do you think that people get what you're saying? And I go, right. cause he didn't get it. He goes, I think I'm pretty smart, but some of the stuff you were saying, I was like, huh? <laughs> and I go, right. yeah, you know, I, I get that. Um, and so I decided to like, really just, because I can't not speak about it. It's, it's such a part of my soul and it's always been, and it's like no wonder why I naturally gravitated towards yoga and teaching, you know, having a school. Mm -hmm. um, and so, but I also love nutrition and I love exercise. And it's very, they're just, one of them to me is a bit, like you said, it's mystical. It's um, metaphysics. And the other one is very tangible in your face. Like everybody's dealing with these kind of things, food and exercise. And everyone's dealing with the other stuff too. It's just more psychological neuroscience based. And so I decided to separate the two and have a different podcast. <laughs> mm. Well, that's why I love the metaphysics stuff because like, look, I'm, I'm coming from a very, um, scientific, uh, mindset. Like I, I've always, um, looked at things scientifically. I want to understand the mechanisms of things. And it's really cool these days with, with neuroimaging and with, uh, the MRI, with, uh, spec scans, with, um, uh, what is it? Um, DTI, 
Um, and I recently had my brain scanned with uh, high-definition fiber tracking, which is just phenomenal technology. We'll, we'll probably see more about that. Um, but anyways, like we have all this technology now where we can see neuroplastic changes, beneficial neuroplastic changes happening from breathing exercises, from mm -hmm. yoga, from exercise, from like – from uh, from mindfulness, you know, from different aspects that that were once thought of as woo woo that that kind of still are in in many circles, and it's like now neuroscience shows that these these are effective in in generating positive neuroplastic change. Mm -hmm. So this is like my favorite part of being um, being kind of. Uh, like really being a part of the evolution of neurology and our understanding of the brain um, is that we get to see how these things are are um, are changing in our in our world, you know, and how um, how how these actual mechanisms work, you know. Definitely, yeah. Well, you know what? Let's have you back on my other podcast then. There you go. I said, well, all right. Well, and I am happy to be a guest for that. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's called um, Heavenly Mind. Cool. And over the years, that has just um, progressed from, you know, think positive to um, your concept of self-creates your reality to whatever your mind can conceive, you're, you can achieve to um, the, literally the Bible saying that the kingdom of heaven is within you. Mm. And all of this stuff was my path to awakening. And mm. my goal is to create, I call it a heavenly mindscape. You know, it's like landscaping in your yard, but your mind has to be so protected and so, you have to feed it right. You have to think right. You have to speak right. You have to input mm. right. It's so important. Mm. And um, it's it's my passion. You know, this is what I'm on the leading edge with right now, personally, is that specific podcast. That's my new, cool. my new baby. Cool. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, well, let's reel it back into food then. Yeah, Again. let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> let's, 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 so, yeah, the, the, the interview series was fantastic. I, I was just so happy to be able to do that. And um, for your audience, I want to give, I want to give a, a VIP link where Ooh, nice. you, can get, um, you can get the interview series for 50% off. Okay. Um, and you can preview the first 10 minutes of each of the interviews um, just by, by signing up. So that's free. That's and awesome. You, Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so that's feedabrain.com forward slash VIP. Okay. Good. So, you know, one of the other things I do want to talk to you about, you mentioned this early in the beginning, is that um, exercise and yoga specifically helped you with your recovery process. Can you talk a little bit about that? Totally. So, um, so throughout my recovery, you know, I, I, I gave the, uh, the analogy of the building a bridge in, in the brain, right? Building these bridges 
giving the supplies and then doing the work. And so I did an enormous amount of physical therapy, occupational therapy, um, got into vision therapy, um, and I started doing aquatic therapy. And then there was yoga. <laughs> and it was like, I, I, I say like yoga is the least expensive and most effective therapy that I've, that I've done. You know, mm-hmm. because it, it, I mean, the, the physical and the mental and the moments of relaxation, I actually wrote a post about, um, about yoga, um, on adventures in brain injury. Um, what was it called? It was called hot power fusion. Cause I'm all about, um, I'm all about, uh, creative titles <laughs> I, do, I am so like that <laughs> yeah. honestly that is one of my biggest weaknesses is that I get so hung up on the title mm-hmm. and then I um I get bogged down because I'll have like three things for one product <laughs> product or one project I'm like I don't know which one to call it they're all so good and I'm like oh Liz just pick <laughs> yeah, yeah. um yeah so I mean in that in that article I talk about how yoga just like the intense workout and I mean my balance was shot was shot like I have damage to my cerebellum which is um, what controls coordinated muscle movements and it was it was pretty it was pretty shot you know and so actually um, interestingly the yoga studio I went to was called balance yoga oh, <laughs> and, wow. And, um, working on my balance throughout that. And it was just like, I started this post and I'm like, yoga's hard. Mm-hmm. It's like, it was for me to, yeah. to, to articulate physically what so many people take for granted, you know? Yeah. So it was, it was extremely powerful. And then those moments after just intense, you know, work and balance and like the neuroplasticity that's happening through all of that. And then Shavasana is amazing because when we rest, that's when that, that's our, our neuroplasticity is enhanced. Um, when we're sleeping, when we're resting, like that's where these connections really get to get made. You know, it's, um, in exercise, they, um, they call it the recovery, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and recovery is so important. Yeah. And so finding those moments of calm in there where I could shut my eyes and, um, and just, and just, uh, feel, um, feel these changes happening within me. Mm-hmm. So it was extremely powerful. Um, and, um, helping me to control my mind um, or my body with my thoughts, you know, meaning like how to relax my sympathetic m- nervous system, bring it into a more parasympathetic mode um, is, is, is so powerful, mm-hmm. so powerful, still is. And um, exercise, um, there's numerous studies showing how 
it brings um, it upregulates BDNF, which is brain derived neurotrophic factor, which is fertilizer for the brain essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so where we're upregulating that, there's so much to exercise and uh, and high temperatures as well. Like sauna therapy Mm -hmm. um, releases heat shock proteins as well as um, like I I have a a near infrared sauna in in my apartment that I use every morning. And I have a um, traditional stone based sauna. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So, um, yeah, there's like debate over which one's better and whatever. Um, I like the heat shock protein amazing so regardless either way you're getting you're getting hot and you're sweating Mm -hmm. i think everybody should sweat every day yeah um that's that's so good for you because you're detoxifying you're raising the internal um the 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 body temperature um and releasing bdnf um and stimulating mitochondria it's just awesome right good to do yeah good to do so um after i get out of the sauna i hop into a freezing cold shower (laughs) because that also upregulates bdnf and um and at the same time it um it uh uh it kind of you know it, it shocks your limbic system and your homeostasis regulator your limbic system it's like, whoa, that's cold, right? Like, get me out of here. And again, your frontal lobe, you can have your frontal lobe be like, chill out. It's okay. Breathe through it, you know? Yes, definitely. When we do that, we build that, that neurons that wire together or that fire together wire together. Yeah. So if your limbic system firing, saying, freak out, and you have your frontal lobe saying, calm down, and they're both firing together, they wire together and that 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 pathway becomes stronger and it gets easier and easier to calm your nervous system down with your mind i love that that's such a good comment (laughs) (laughs) that is such a powerful statement right there and there's so much to that oh man there's just so much that Uh, you know like i went to uh finland and that's where the saunas were invented and um, those crazy Finnish people, man, they go in that sauna and they go jump in a cold, frozen lake. Yes. And then they get right back in that sauna. Yeah. It's just, it's wild. Yep, now, I was interviewing uh, Dr. Um, Dr. Daniel Engel. And he said exactly that. He's like, yep, do, do or maybe it was Dr. Karazin. Um, and he was like, do temperature uh, fluctuation switch from hot to cold and then back to hot and then back to cold and if you can do that a couple times a day that's awesome like i have time to do it more than once a day <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and like anybody else even has time to do it once a day yeah but I, I think once a day is awesome if you can do it do it that's incredible i um need to do that more I do. I really do. It's. It, I don't. I know that I don't use mine enough. Hmm. Do you? Do you use yours I, enough? I use mine every morning. I have a. I have a. Um, I have a sauna from Sauna Space. Mm-hmm. 
And I actually wrote an article um, under feedyourbrain.com forward slash sauna where I talk about all the benefits of, of near-infrared sauna therapy. And, um, yeah, I use it every morning. I, I look forward to it. I wake up and I'm like, you know what? And I actually journal while I'm in the sauna, which is doable for a little bit. And then I'm dripping sweat and it's no longer doable. But, uh, but yeah, <laughs> I, I, I kill two birds with one stone while I'm in there, you know? Yeah. That's so good. It's so good. Yeah, I actually went in mine yesterday, but I haven't done it in a few weeks. Mine takes about 30 minutes to heat up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just turn it on and hang out for a little bit. Yeah. How hot like does that. yours what get? Do I... Oh, boy. I don't know. I haven't brought a thermometer in there. But uh, probably pretty hot. Yeah, <laughs> it's wild. Well around Mine, I can't really control my heater anymore. Like something's broken. I have to get it fixed, but it just turns on and it heats up. And then the, the, I can either shut it off manually by the outside valve or, or the outside on off button. Um, but I used to be able to control it with a knob. I just can't, I just Mm -hmm. can't do that anymore. For some reason that broke. And so I either have to, usually it just gets to a place where it, it has an auto shut off. So mine heats up and then it, it gets to about 200 degrees in there, and I get in there when it's that hot. Wow. That's awesome. I should figure out how hot mine gets. You know, it's interesting that we're talking about saunas because sauna therapy was actually something I used in my brain recovery. Um, so near-infrared light therapy specifically, I began using because I, I what I would do is I'd, I'd – look at the research and look for therapies that were safe and effective. I would, I would weigh risks and unknowns to possible benefits, right? Mm-hmm. And so with with I heard about the benefits of near-infrared light therapy and sauna therapy, near-infrared sauna therapy, um, we're stimulating the mitochondria, um, increasing BDNF. We're doing a lot of things that, I want to do for my brain, right? And so I'm looking at and what's the what's the danger? And I'm like, well, not very much, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, at first, I was worried about skin stuff, and I'm like, nope, not not at that low of a of a wavelength, you know, near infrared. That's like that's super low wavelengths, and we're worried about like ultraviolet, which is super high wavelengths so it all looked looked good and uh, i began using it and it became a huge part of my therapy so what i did to build this thing is i we actually went to the hardware store and got all the equipment got the lights and like built some built a light box and then i built an enclosure over my shower um so that because we didn't have room for anything so we put we built an enclosure and actually um, I, I made a video um, uh, of this and uh, and Brian from Sauna Space saw it and was like, "Dude, we got to talk." And we talked and he's now um, using that design, which is fantastic. Like he perfected it, right? And oh wow. It's fantastic because it takes up no space. So uh, like I actually have a sauna. The, in my living room, but 
I, I lived in New York for eight years. I know most people don't have room for a sauna in their living room in New York and in many other places, right? So it's really cool that, that he, he, he ran with that and um, took that design where it takes up no space and you can just uh, you can just rock it when the time comes and then um, and then put it away, you know, and use your shower as normal. Mm. It's pretty cool. Wow, that's so neat. <laughs> I'd love to see a photo of that. Is that on your Instagram page um, or a video? Of my current sauna? Or yeah, the like old... the one you made? The one I made is on my old YouTube. Maybe I can, like, pull it up and send it to you. Yeah, that'd be I'll cool. see if I can find it. It's okay. buried somewhere. <laughs> All right, that sounds good. Um, so where where does everything stand now? How do you feel? And what is your... What's your, I know your main passion is serving and helping people now. Um, how do you feel now? What's your quality oh, of life now? I love my life. Um, I, I, I love what I'm doing. I love, um, I love positively influencing lives. I am, I, I, my work is, um, is found at feedabrain.com and adventuresandbraininjury.com. I offer consultations. Um, many of my clients are in um, are in a rough spot. I have a loved one in a coma or out of a coma, but but needing help with neuro rehabilitation. And um, and I I mean I watch. I watch clients, loved ones come out of comas and then wave to me and then learn how to sit up again because you you lose a lot, you know, um, and then learn. And then I've watched I've watched clients, uh, kids take their first steps and then I've heard them speak their first words and then I've heard them say, thank you. Mm. And yeah, I mean, again, with with the purpose and uh, and the the superpowers of being able to influence um, influence the world, um, it's it's pretty powerful to be able to um, have a, a larger impact in a greater way. Yeah, definitely. That is so amazing. That's so amazing. I can't even imagine just having those moments. It's just major miracles happening right in front of your eyes. And did you, I'm sure you're familiar with JJ Virgin's story. Was she on your? Yeah, she, um, we, we recently recorded a, a podcast with her. It will be released soon. And I was recently on her podcast not too long ago. Mm. So, yeah, and I mean, she's phenomenal. And we, we talk about so many things that can be done for brain injury, as well as, um, as well as like what the mindset is. And a lot of what we've been talking about today of how we 
come back from adversity, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm. I want to hear that one. That sounds awesome. Mm. I'm in need of that right now. <laughs> I am. We've got lots going on in my life, so mm. surrounding ourselves with that type of information and really making sure that we set up our environment is so important. So important. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. And once again, for all the listeners, can you let them know once again where they can find you, um, how you want them to connect with you? Absolutely. Yeah, you can find me on all the social medias at Feed of Brain. So Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that. Um, I'm mostly on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and uh, so, yeah, at Feed of Brain, feedofbrain.com. The Feed of Brain interview series, I want to I give you guys VIP. So feedofbrain.com forward slash VIP. And um, the book, get the book on Amazon. Yes, get the book. This is, and you said um, there's some guides you can take to the grocery yeah. store in there. Oh man, I again, I made these to be as useful as possible. I wanted to create the resource I wish I had, and so I, I, I really put a lot of work into user experience, making sure we were streamlining how. Um, how everything was working, how, how everything looked, making sure that the uh, handouts look good and they're usable. The guides are usable. They look great. I'm very proud of them. And you can pull them up on your phone. You can have printouts take the grocery store. Like I pull them up on my phone all the time. I'm like, what was the smoke temp of that oil? And I'm like, I made a handout about that. Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look that up. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It's so easy to forget, you know. Mm-hmm. It is. It good. Totally. And one more thing, uh, the Adventures in Brain Injury podcast, uh, we get to, I'm like, uh, that is so powerful for me. I get to interview the smartest and most inspirational people I've ever even heard of um, about really cool stuff about how to optimize brain function. Because when we optimize brain function, I mean, that's what I did was tools to optimize my brain function was how I repaired my brain that wasn't, you know, that wasn't optimally functioning. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm doing pretty good so far. Yeah, I love it. Good. I am so grateful for all your work and all of your healing. And, you know, I did, I met you at um, Paleo FX two different years and I think the first one is 2015 and then again in 2016 in 2015 I think you were writing this book yet and then um, last year when I ran into you you were so I'm so excited for that book release and everyone that you're connecting with and everything that you're learning it is is such a beautiful gift that you do have to give and share and you know, sometimes our purpose comes through these amazing struggles that we've had to go through. But um, I honestly, you know, there's a big question out there in the world that it's like, do you have to hit rock bottom to find your purpose? And I, I'm starting to believe that I think we have to. (laughs) 
I don't know. I mean, maybe not, but it tends to seem that way for a lot of people that I know. Mm. We do learn through experience, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's everything. Mm. Well, thank you so much. It was such a pleasure to have you on the show, and I can't wait to have you on my other podcast as well. Thank you so much, Liz. You're welcome. Wow, what an incredible story, right? You guys, if you loved today's episode and you know somebody who needs this, please share this with them. Tag them, just hit share, do what you can to get them listening to this episode and then have them head over to feedabrain.com. And you guys, I just want to thank you so much for being here with me on the Figure Fit Lifestyle Coaching Podcast. Your support and listening to the show means so much to me. And I have so many things that are coming um, in the next couple of weeks. I have a huge announcement in next week's show. So make sure you tune in. Don't miss it. Okay. Um, it's big. It's big, big, big for me. And you guys are along for the ride because we have got some amazing things happening. And I'm just so grateful for you. So if you guys have yet to give the show a rating and review, I invite you to head to iTunes and just click on the ratings and review tab. And that's it, guys. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Bye.